With SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes, you can simply print postage stamps and shipping labels, even when working remotely. Go to pb.com slash TMS and access a special offer for a free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Coming up on TMS, I played bass with my wrestling name is the name of my Quiet Riot cover band. I'm a turd monkey. Brian crawled through 500 yards of corn and came out clean on the other end. Toasted in a pan like a monster? Color-coded zombies. Jesus is swollier than thou. No podcast for old men. God's dad don't like monkey. Double double finger the trigger. Ball peen 40k. Morbius and Pumba. Frosted blueberry pop torch and coke. The power of tick cock tick cock. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do that again. The power of TikTok compels you. What's his name with the big eyes? Making things with Bill. Call now and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. You think you're smart. Smart to buy this bonus detergent. Smart to get an English rose towel and a heavy-duty detergent all at once. Do you? Well, now, you're going to think you're brilliant. Sorry if I disrespect you all by not wearing a shirt sometimes. This is The Morning Stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett, Turd Monkey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to TMS, the morning stream for Monday, October 19th, 2020. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy right there is the one, the only, the Mr. Brian Ibbett. It is. Turd monkey. It feels like that was a like a comma, like a business card title. Yeah. Brian Ibbett, comma, turd monkey. Turd monkey. Yeah. Well, look, when you need a monkey that's good with turds, <laughs> look no I further. I feel like all monkeys are turd monkeys. It <laughs> doesn't matter what, you know. What what species? I've told you about how my dad owned a, a little like monkey, like the kind from Indiana Jones uh, monkey, the one they ate bad dates. Oh right, what is it? Colobus? I don't know. Was it a rhesus? Rhesus? Uh, yeah, rhesus monkey. I guess Brandon would call it a rhesus monkey. Yeah, rhesus monkey. Well, anyway, that thing uh, he owned it for a long time, and if I've not mentioned this on the show, the reason he got rid of it, and it was before I was here, so this is a long time ago. Um, but it uh, he would take it with him, and he had a convertible. And he would drive around town with his monkey on his shoulder in the convertible. And he did this all the time until one day the monkey decided right in the middle of driving somewhere, right in the highway, just took a big old wet diarrhea dump down my dad's back. <laughs> and uh, nice. he about threw it in the traffic. He was so mad. And then he ended up uh, donating it to, I don't know, some maybe the zoo or something. I don't know the full story. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like all of a sudden the monkey's not the cool little, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, entourage you want to have with you and your yeah they yeah. never tell you that part i guess that's why whenever i see them now in like tiktok videos or something they're always in diapers so yeah uh, yeah right he, is that what marcel was on uh friends i think so like a little uh was it a reese's monkey or a, uh sarge says capuchin capuchin uh puchin that's right puchin the the emphasis is on the middle <laughs> syllable <laughs> Poutine, got it. Poutine, nailed yes. it. <laughs> um, but anyway, there is always uh, that was always a fun story in the family, and I never got to meet this monkey, but I assume he went on to great things and served out his time on Earth as a proud. <laughs> went to live on a farm upstate. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Know that story. Uh, welcome <laughs> yeah, to episode two thousand seven, by the way, where we celebrate the Ooh. year of No Country for Old Men and Sunshine, a movie that a lot of people didn't mm. see and should have. 
It's uh, my favorite Danny Boyle movie. And uh, I think I tried to watch it, and that turned out to be the one Blu-ray that was incompatible with the PS4. Oh, weird. Remember that? Like, it was... Uh, I, I do remember that, something like that. I didn't know it was Sunshine that was affected. That sucks. I had, I had rented it. I'm, well, I don't know why I'm air quoting. I rented it from a red box. <laughs> I rented it. Rented it. I know. It's like, it's the only way. I mean, I'm not prying open the red box with a crowbar and, and renting <laughs> movies. But uh, uh, yeah, for whatever reason. And then I did some looking online and a lot of people reported the same problem. Like, yeah, the, you know, the, the retail copies of the Blu-ray of Sunshine are not compatible with the PS4. A certain certain versions of it so i don't know if i I still haven't seen it i don't think it's really weird yeah weird thing uh you should should see it it's rad i liked it a lot it's got uh chris evans in there and uh Mm -hmm. it's all before captain america of course but um a whole bunch of actors you know and love already it's it's great killian murphy who i think is awesome in everything yeah and it's pretty you know he has some kind of weird contract with danny boyle just be in all his movies i guess I know, and uh, I know we got Killian Murphy in the DCU. He's a uh, uh, scarecrow right. in the Dark Knight. We don't have him yet in the MCU, right? We need Killian Murphy in the MCU somewhere. Didn't I, I see? Uh, I thought I saw something with him in. The, oh no, no, no! That's not. That's that's. Um, what's his name? With the big eyes. <laughs> I can't think of his name. What? Well, there's a. There's another. Well, it's not MCU though. It's Sony. Uh, it's the vampire guy. Oh, in the. Oh, Morbius? Is he in Morbius? Mor- 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 I have some weird feeling that he's in Morbius, but I think I'm probably wrong. I think okay. I'm just thinking of of uh, what's his name, the main guy. I can't think of his name. Who's the... Oh, the, uh, uh, um, Jared Leto, uh, yeah. Uh, Jared Leto, yes. I think I'm just thinking Thank of him, which is not fair because Killian Murphy's way cooler than Jared, Jared Leto. I don't want to... I'm trying, but I think I'm yes, conflating them. Right. They become one more. And Jared Leto's your, you know, your Joker as well, so there's a little bit of... Little DC Marvel crossover there. Little DC Marvel crossover. Yeah, and isn't the Rock supposed to be something soon? Wasn't he supposed to be a? Oh no, he's Black, Black Adam. Adam in the right in the Shazam right. franchise. Okay, never mind then. He's not. He should be MCU. He should be uh, the uh, Smart Hulk. No, Red Hulk or uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> Smart Red Hulk. Smart Red Hulk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, really, the Rock could be. The Rock looks like. Most Marvel superheroes, he should be. <laughs> he yeah, should be in there. I don't know what his job would be, but he'd be he'd be great. Uh, anyway, happy 2007 to everybody, and uh, got to do a quick email to start us off here before we get to a story from Brian that I've been chomping on the bit to hear about since last <laughs> night. I get these texts sometimes from Brian out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, "What the frick is he? What are you? How is this happening? What are you even doing?" And that's I don't know anything <laughs> else about it. So we'll talk about it in a second. But John from South Carolina wrote in, and I wanted to read what he said. He said, Dear Sack and Bucket, uh, I used one of Scott's signature jokes with a work group a while back. A bunch of us went to Jimmy John's sandwiches one day. It was busy. And while we were munching away, an employee yelled out the order, Big John, no lettuce. So, of course, I said, That was my wrestling name in high school. And was answered with tons of laughs. Thanks, guys. John from South Carolina. It is, it is the gift that keeps on giving. Any chance you get to say, there's two options. It's either your wrestling name in high school, or I played bass for them in '98. Those are your two answers right. to whatever there's, weird. There's names a couple more. Says. I mean, obviously, there's that's what she said, and there's also oh, that's the name of my blank cover band. Right. There's the other two that you yeah. can use. You can use those if you want to, but if you want to, if you want like TMS flavor, uh, band, you played bass for them, or you were that was your wrestling name. Go that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my stripper name. That's another one too. Yeah, strippers. Or my good. finishing move. Oh, there are there are a lot of these, aren't there? Mm-hmm. There are lots of them. Ooh, some, that's some, my stripper. Some of them are. 
Some of them, I guess you'll get in less trouble with the wrestling high school name or high school wrestling name just because it's yeah. less lewd or whatever, even if the right. name is weird. But yeah, we encourage this. This is a fun thing to do. And absolutely. Uh, yeah. Dad jokey as hell. All right. So last night I get this text <laughs> and it's yeah. uh, and the worst part is Brian didn't answer me till this morning. So he, I'm guessing he was exhausted from whatever rigor this thing represented. <laughs> I just want to say my impression and then I want you to tell me the story. It looks like you guys went on a shooting rampage and shot up a bunch of prisoners at a house somewhere. And that's all I know how to describe this. So you explain what happened and what that I was looking exactly at. That's exactly what it looks like, isn't it? And it's really funny you say that. All right. So uh, last night, Tina and I and the Moores, Clark and Nikki Moore, who we do Puzzle Pint with and uh, get together for board games and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, local, local Denver folks moved here from Tennessee and um, we've been hanging out with them a lot because mostly they're they're also being very good about quarantining and staying staying distant socially distanced and all that sort of thing so we know that oh, we can do stuff with them because we trust them and we know that they're yeah they're part of your group you got to have part your, of our you group. Have your part group. of our circle yep uh and uh they had heard about uh this this heart this um haunted house thing up at Anderson Farms now Anderson Farms is um a pumpkin a giant pumpkin patch on the north side of of Denver basically northeast of Arvada um, in a town called Erie. Erie. Uh, E-R-I-E. <laughs> although, although Erie with two, the three E's probably be more appropriate. Yeah. Um, and uh, you go there, you know, you take the kids there during the day and they've got um, a wagon ride that goes through the giant pumpkin patch and they've got a, a corn maze that's got four different mazes all intertwined with one another so that, you know, you can if you want to go on the three mile corn ma- corn maze, you do the three mile corn maze. Or if you want to do the one and a half mile corn maze, or there's one for the kids or whatever. By the way, um, if I'm on an Indian reservation, is the corn maze called maze maze? It's a maze maze. Yes, a maze it's a maze. maze maze. All right. Never thought about we that made, until today. <laughs> Dude, I went to that corn maze a, a few weeks ago when it was just the two of us. Mm. We made that joke, especially because the signs are printed in English and Spanish, and it says it says um, maze maze entrado or something like that yeah and um and it's m-a-i-z i thought it was m-a-i-z-e but apparently um in spanish it's you you lose the e but i always thought it was because i mean our our uh crayola crayons had an e right yeah, it was they did. m-a-i-z-e yeah they did so somebody might have to explain why they were why it's spelled without an e in, in some cases. look they also used to anyway. tell us to do double spaces after every period so what do we yes and and my clients still do that it drives me nuts uh. i have to I have to do a search and replace on all the stuff they send me that's going on their site. Yeah. Uh, anywho, so Anderson Farm. So all this stuff goes on during the day, and and uh, and they get some stuff at night. Like like you said, they've got a haunted house there, and they've got fire pits. You rent a fire pit, and they come and maintain it, I guess. And and uh, and you and your family just kind of sit around this fire pit and enjoy cider from the and funnel cake and kettle corn from the vendors around the area. And it's just kind of a cool place to hang out. Get your pumpkins. Yeah, we bought sounds five really pumpkins. nice. Uh, I would yeah. like to go there. Yeah. The other thing they've got is a zombie shooting range. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is what I get to see. This All is right. what you. This is what uh, you saw the video of. So here's what we do. You you basically they pile you into a cart that's pulled by a tractor, and they keep it also very um, family group. Uh, specific. So the four of us had our own cart because we're a party of four. We didn't share it with anybody else. 
And then on the other carts where there's maybe eight guns, it would be like a party of two, um, a space, and then a party of three or something like that. So gotcha. like they'd, they'd um, they split, split it out yeah. like that. Sure. Uh, you load up on this cart and the cart has two sides to it, right? You can either sit on the bench on the left or the bench on the right. They say, okay, sit on the bench on the right when you get in, please. And so we all line up and sit on the bench on the right. And then as we pull out of the station, she, you know, we look across and as if you sit on the bench on the left, yeah. mounted on the rail of this cart are paint guns that they've fully stocked with a bunch of paintballs. Right. And uh, she says, okay, when the green light's off, that's your time to shoot. When the green light's on, you can't shoot. And um, uh, and we're, we pull up to this, uh, this little cutout area. She says, okay, now don't shoot anything here, but... You see those two mannequins? All right. The one on the right that's an orange. What is he? And Clark goes, a convict. Because <laughs> we were all thinking. It's like, yeah, an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, no, okay. The orange is a zombie. <laughs> what's what's the one in blue? Uh, it's a human. Yes, that's a human. Okay. Wow. They, okay. They, uh, <laughs> so they so color they have, code them so that you you know what you're shooting at and you're trying to you avoid know what you're the shooting. Humans. So that you've got a little bit of a you've got a little bit more than just a, I'm going to shoot my paintballs and everything that moves. Yeah. So, uh, hopefully in the actual so zombie apocalypse, we're smart enough to color code our zombies. So we know, what hopefully they are. exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Well, let's see how this vaccine works. Maybe your, your, uh, untested <laughs> vaccine comes with an orange jumpsuit that you need to wear just in case things go haywire. So we start, we start pulling away and she's like, okay, now shoot whatever you can shoot all the things that move. And don't be afraid about using up your bullets. And um, and I'm trying to hold the phone and shoot video while I'm shooting the gun. Yeah, and it's basically enough. coming up to all these little makeshift houses and cars and burnt out gas stations and whatever. Showing and the chat room mannequin. right now. And is it like wedged into into the cornfields? Is what it looks yes. like? Oh, wow. Yes, they're wedged into the cornfield. And I think they just build them and they they use them for this specific thing and this this their acreage is so huge that they can just afford to have that's this great. part of the field that's not used for corn super cool i love so they have some uh so they have some uh uh mannequins with orange jumpsuits and then intermixed with all those and and uh, mannequins with blue jumpsuits and intermixed with that they've got guys in orange jumpsuits with a whole lot of padding and masks and makeup and shambling, you know, towards you, uh, towards the, uh, the tractor. And you just shoot the crap out of them. (laughs) 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 And these are, I assume like a sim or automatic, um, they are not, you have to keep pulling the trigger manually, which, uh, man, I wish that they were rapid fire. That's the one thing is like, Oh, my only complaint is that they're not rapid fire. Because yeah. basically you're, um, you know, it's like, uh, er, er, e, er, er, e. and, you know, pulling the trigger for, for those of you not looking at the video. <laughs> and when I'm know. trying to shoot video with my camera and pull the trigger at the same time, my shots are like a little bit slower. Like, choo, choo, yeah, choo, choo. I don't know why. I don't know how you even did it. I was like, this, this shot is actually pretty decent. Yeah. And so once I put the paintball or once I put the phone down. Which I only have the thing up for like the first couple. I, I only sent you nine seconds of a twenty-five second video, oh, so I'll okay. have to send you the rest because it's yeah, it just uh, it's great. But uh, this seems awesome. Uh, I would do this in a heartbeat. It is such a blast. It was so fun and and uh, what uh, like this? twelve bucks, twelve, 12 bucks, bucks each. twelve bucks. That's it. Twelve bucks. It was twenty-five for for Tina and I for the pair of us. <laughs> so 
I would do yeah. this for twenty five dollars. Exactly. How how long is the whole thing? How 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 much time do you get in the you're, shooting? You're out there about I don't know five to eight minutes probably. Worth it. Totally worth it. And yep. it's you know it's constant you know uh, zombies cars on fire that you're driving by and and um, that's so cool. Biocal says for best results you're supposed to double finger the trigger until the gun is spent. Oh, is that true? That's Miles my finishing move. Double finger like <laughs> double. Finger. Like two fingers? No, I think I think uh oh, is like it double this. finger the trigger or is yeah, that's what I was thinking. Both hands the trigger. I don't know. Uh, okay, probably that. Uh you wow. I'm I'm jealous of this. This seems like a blast. At first Such I thought, a blast. I'm like, what kind of mockery of the of the uh <laughs> mystery date did we have last night? Like I couldn't I couldn't get my head around it. <laughs> <clears throat> and um next text I get from Brian's this morning going, Oh, don't worry, I'll tell you on the show. And I was like, Okay, yeah. finally I get some. We did break. have we did have part two of our mystery date on Saturday night. And I'll just talk about it really quickly. I went to a restaurant that just opened up. Actually, I say it just opened up. Apparently, they opened up in 2018. We had just finally heard about them when they reopened after uh, COVID restrictions were somewhat lifted here. Yeah. But uh, it's called the Wolf's Tailor. It was awesome. We did this thing called the Entrust Menu, basically where we we come in, sit down, and we just let the chefs bring us whatever they want to bring us. And... It's an Italian-Japanese fusion place. And yes, that wrap your mind around that business. Oh, um, that kind of sounds all right. It was really good. And, and it's funny because Tina's favorite cuisine is Italian. My favorite is Japanese. So it's kind of like the perfect thing for us. Yeah. But the um, uh, we got sushi and oysters and papadel uh, pasta with um, pork belly and um, uh, grilled uh, pork with crushed fingerling potatoes and stuff like that it was just uh it's just amazing oh mr brooks says wolf's taylor is half a block from your house no way really really crazy go there all the time that's a that is a neighborhood that 10 years ago we were talking about this that night 10 years ago tina and i would not have wanted to walk through that neighborhood at night it was not a good neighborhood to walk through at night it's all uh it's all been gentrified gentrified whatever yeah yeah sometimes that's a good thing sometimes sometimes it's not Sometimes it's not exactly. But well, that's uh, that's great. I'm hungry now oh, for great. Yeah, it's really, really good. So I'm hungry for so Italian. Anyway, that was I'm, hungry weekend. For, I'm hungry for Japanese, and I'm hungry for a combination of both. So well, <laughs> good eats and shooting zombies with paintball guns. Yeah, what else can you even ask for? Exactly. Game? Fantastic. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, we're gonna call Dunaway. It's a Monday, which means time for us to play a game. Y'all are invited. Uh, you're going to want to be a quick caller so that you get in here quick and that you get to be the person who plays mm-hmm. today. 801-471-0462. Dialing Dunaway now. Dial a Dunaway. It's happening. Dial a Dunaway. And uh, we're going to play this. I can play that all day. Hey, welcome to Babel Royale starring everyone's favorite little friend, Mr. Brian Dunaway. Hello. <laughs> favorite little friend <laughs> my favorite little All friend right. <laughs> i didn't know i was a leprechaun well, i'll take it you'll take oh, it oh hi scott and brian oh hi oh hello sorry your your traditional greeting had not we had not forgotten we want to make sure to get yeah that yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was getting there yeah uh thanks for hanging on so long we started a little late today but uh good to have you here as i always. noticed and i had to run back in because i went to uh take a restroom break because scott's like we'll call you shortly okay yeah. plenty of time to go pee yeah. ring ring <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
Yeah, you didn't know how shortly. I guess I only gave you about 30 seconds notice. but <laughs> Right. It'll be shortly, <laughs> like in 30 seconds. Yeah, that is how it goes sometimes. Uh, how it also goes is we get a caller on the phone to play a little game. We have someone holding right now. Let's find out who it is. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is Logan, uh, Dreadnecks in the chat room. Dreadnecks. Logan. Ooh. What's going on, Logan or Dreadnecks? How the heck are you? Wait, give us your... Give us your uh, name origin. Why Dreadnecks? Uh, I gave it the last time I called it for. Oh, Battle that's Royale right. You are. <laughs> I was about to say. I knew it. I forgot. No. You, there was something familiar about it, which is probably what reminded me to even ask. How stupid am I? Yep. That's right. uh, no, no worries. Uh, it's good to have you here. We're gonna play a game. You know the rules. Brian still has to explain them for everyone else, though. So, Brian, what are we doing, and how? Can he win cool things? Legally required to give this uh, disclaimer. I'm going to give Scott and Brian a topic. They're going to go back and forth giving me answers that fit that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, repeated answer, or they take too long to come up with an answer, the win is going to go to the other player. Your job, Logan, is to predict who's going to come out on top. Based on the topic today, mm-hmm. you are playing for a bag of a, a pound of uh, Kawaha. I'm sorry, Kahawa. <laughs> we do this all the time. Kahawa coffee, uh, courtesy of Aaron over Kahawa Roasters. Oh, it's good stuff. Yep. As well as it a copy is. of Battlefleet Gothic Armada from uh, courtesy of Richard Carlson. Ooh, so the same uh, game, War- Battlefleet Gothic Armada. Yeah, it's a Warhammer like- 40K space strategy, real-time strategy thing. It's very cool. Is this part of the Warhammer universe? Uh, oh yeah, universe. Oh, okay, yeah. but you don't you don't need Warhammer to be able to play. It, oh right? no 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 no! It's just okay, a good. it's a standalone game, but it's set in the 40K universe. What if you universe. just have a carpenter's hammer? How about that? <laughs> So it's a lot of like Balpeen big hammer forty thousand. It's a lot of big. What ships if you go to war like with your castles. neighbor over a hammer? Yeah, what happens then? Yeah, what then? Then what? But seriously, it's like giant castle ships and guys named Ezekiel sending in the war <laughs> parties, and it's just badass. It's forty k, man. It's awesome. Anyway, all right. Well, you guys need a topic. Let's give you a topic. Uh, we can see how comfortable you guys feel with this topic. Well, uh, at one point in our lives, we all were able to drink uh, sugary soda. Well, oh. those days, I remember those days well. Mm. These days, it's, you know, we're, we're doing the sugar-free stuff. But in 2014, Beverage Digest conducted a survey to see what were, they probably didn't even do a survey. They knew sales records. Yeah, I was, the, drinking, uh, most- I was drinking my hot tea, which is not a soda. No. There you and go. And I almost spit it out my nose when you said, uh, what was a soft drink diet? What was that again? What was this know. fake publication that you're just dis- Beverage, you Beverage Digest. Oh, Beverage Okay, Beverage Digest. Digest. Okay, Beverage so Digest. like anybody reads that. Okay, go ahead, continue. It's, it's like they do abridged, <laughs> abridged reports on uh, <laughs> stories about soda intermingled with uh, tiny cartoons and... <laughs> And uh, yeah, helpful hints and recipes. Yeah, it's before anyway. we had phones. That's what we read on the toilet. Anyway. So uh, Beverage Digest uh, has the top 10 list of best-selling soft drinks. The last time that they provided a full list that you didn't have to pay to read was 2014. So we're going off the 2014 list. Okay. Don't worry. I think all these I think all these drinks still exist today. Okay. <sighs> Everything so but tab. You're saying is- that someone pays money. For this digest, and how often is it? I, is it, I think, is it like once uh, I think month? soft drink manufacturers pay money to get this report. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> what <laughs> parts of the country they're doing well in? What parts of the country they're not doing well in? What then the, away, gotcha. you can still oh, okay. listen. Now you that can makes still... more sense. I thought this was more of a like, you know, a, a, a soda aficionados kind of. Oh no no no! This is this yeah. is going to oh. be for people in the industry. This isn't 
Like consumers aren't going to get anything by reading beverage. Yeah, you're thinking of like I cat my fancy. Subscription months ago. It's like cat <laughs> fancy for cat people. They still you can go buy. Right. Cat yes, fancy. it's not beverage fancy. Yeah, <laughs> that's not what this is. Anyway, oh, it's investors an investors publication. publication. There we go. Yeah. Says, uh, or Inverster, as Dice Tomato. Yeah, Inverster. Oh man, I want to become an Inverster. How do I do that? Yeah, Inverster. It's fantastic. All right, so that's your topic. I want to know the top ten best-selling soft drinks as of 2014. Uh, Logan, uh, hearing the, uh, the 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 analysis, Confusion. the careful deliberation by our players, who do you think is going to come out on top, and who do you want to go first? Well, I know Dunaway used to call in when he was uh, going to the break room to hit up the vending machine. So I'm going to go with Dunaway. <laughs> That's right, yes. See, is this true okay. story? Yes. All right. My Pop-Tart and soda uh, knowledge is on point. Yeah, yeah, it is. You probably <laughs> are good I'll, with I'll let Scott go first. All right, I'm on first. Brian's going to win. That's at least so the... Dunaway, like, how, what was your was your pairing game on? Like, would you go for, like, a... A maple pop tart is good with certain kinds of soft drinks. I don't want you to name it. Absolutely, any no, no, no. Absolutely agreed. There is, there are definitely particular sodas that go with particular oh, pop tarts. I want to talk about this after, uh, after, absolutely. after we have a winner because I'm curious about your pairings. Sounds like a battle royale topic all of its own. It kind of does. Right. Yes. Name like Brian's uh, top tens weird pop tarts and pop drink combos. Yeah. It's like we're Bruno Kirby and Daniel Stern walk, going across <laughs> the range on horseback trying to figure out the best uh, the best ice cream pairing. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going first here. Let's start with the easy ones. The low hanging fruit. Make sure I understand this right. This is all <laughs> soft. Let me get this right. There's a there's a magazine. <laughs> no, not that. Sodas. But this is all sodas of any brand of any kind. We're not narrowing Correct. it down. Okay. Correct. Um, yeah, I'm not asking for the manufacturer. I'm asking for the the, the brand the of, of the soda. drink. Isn't it Top. funny how how the simpler the question is, the more God, complex. I know the more complex the. I just don't want to f it up. I don't want to f it up. All right, uh, Coke, obviously Coke. Yeah, Coke. do that one. Uh, Coke, oh, Coca-Cola boy. Classic, as it's called, as it's officially called. Is uh, number one and has been for the last several, several years. They still Jeez, call it man. Coke Classic. Just, they still do that. Yeah, you just you they just still call it. They still call don't. it in the magazine Coca Cola Classic because that's the official designation of that. Even though the word Classic hasn't appeared on the label for about twelve years. Right, because you know, if new not Coke longer, thing. probably longer. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I assume it's from thing. the new Coke thing, but that's just weird. All right. No, I don't generally drink uh, uh, too many sodas. Even though when I do, I do it upright. Um, I did go to the Publix the other day and picked up the Coca-Cola in a glass bottle. Mm-hmm. Looking at it right now, 150 calories, and this has got cane sugar, so it's yeah, the one it's the, that is... it's the Mexican one, Coke. It's yeah. the Mexican Coke, exactly. Not yeah. corn syrupy. I, I guess we that. call it Latin Coke now. Yeah, Latin know. Coke. There you go. <laughs> but I'm going to go with the, uh, the, the, the competition. I'm going to go with... Uh, PepsiCo's Pepsi Cola. There you go. Pepsi Cola, made by PepsiCo. Um, only uh, number two in the last uh, couple surveys. Last couple, uh, they do these every. Looks like it's every four years is their their right. brand report. So, okay. Um, number two in 2014 and 2018. Okay, because I thought. Well, I'll just say the next one. I thought Diet Coke was number two. Yeah. So I'd say Diet, Diet Coke. Coke was number two before that. Um, yeah. No, uh, Pepsi Cola and Diet Coke fight for that number two spot. And what year was this again? Twenty fourteen. Uh, okay. Diet Coke was number three, and Pepsi Cola. Chill. Okay. Okay. 
and in 2018, it's uh, it still was. I'm going to say 2018 has seen a slight shift in the diet cola arena, mm-hmm. at least according to our refrigerator. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm just going to go with Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Good choice. No matter what happens in the slots number two and three, Mountain Dew has held that number four spot. Oh. Just, just uh, you know, outside of the Cola Wars. Um, now, does that does that include all Mountain Dew varieties? I mean, don't not okay. No. So, and we're gonna have some I'm discussions saying, about. I can't answer this. We're I'm, gonna have some discussions about diet or not diet. Are we also gonna talk about well, tertiary, tertiary flavors? Look, oh, other flavors or other flavors? Saying. Yeah. I mean, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. All right. So if I was to say, I'm not saying it, but if let's say there was a version of Coke that tasted like uh, beef, like beef Coke. Yeah, beef Coke. Then you would, that's a separate drink. You'd have that'd to say beef separate, Coke. That'd be diet, separate on the list. Diet, diet Mountain Dew beef. Yeah, that would be something. It would be, exactly. Right. right. Um, all right. Beef cola, yes. Mm, uh, all right. Uh, Dr. Pepper's got to be in there somewhere. That's your number five. It also is held ah. um, for most of, uh, for the, for, Five of the last six, what would that be? I guess uh, 20 of the last 24 years, it has held that number five spot. That was my go-to if I was at a restaurant or whatever, and I was cool with sugar or back when I was drinking more of that. I yeah, mean, that's Dr. What I Pepper's get. great. And, and uh, Ren, I can't, I can't ask you another question. I have to wait. Ask this you have to keep thing. it to yes. yourself. I'm going with uh, Diet Mountain Dew because that's always... As full as the Mountain Dew is in our refrigerator, so that's gonna. Oh, he's Diet quiet. Mountain, <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew. Uh, in uh, 2014, right. Diet Mountain Dew held spot number nine. Oh my gosh! Uh, Why do you do that? Years, Why do you do that? Previous years, though, it it uh, either was number eight or didn't appear on the list at all. Oh, so, so that kind of makes me curious about some things. Then, all right, yes. all right, close. Um, mm. I know if this poll was today, the thing I want to say would be an easy pick, but I know I think it's dangerous, so I'm gonna say, yeah. Uh, for, if Pepsi's that high, we'll say Diet Pepsi's got to be in there somewhere. Diet Pepsi's got to be yeah, in there, right? Uh, yes, it has held the number seven spot for uh, 2014, 2013, 2012, 2011, but uh, jumped up to number five oh. back in 2007 for some reason. Uh, oh, 2007, that, huh? That, te- yep. that kind of tells me something then. Okay. Does it? Does Maybe it? I'm not as afraid. <laughs> Wait, no, what does, does, what like does that a, tell like you? A game of Clue or something? Yeah. Like, uh... yeah, yeah, I'm not as afraid because now when you said that information, that kind of yeah. it makes me think maybe we had we'd already peaked out on our diet. I'm trying to figure out when the diet drinks really were wholesale just accepted. And I'm trying. It's 2014 seems like not that long ago. But it also seems like an eternity ago. So I'm just going to go with Mr. Pibb. No, I'm kidding. I'm going with Sprite. <laughs> Sprite. I'm going with Dr. Thunder. Yeah, Dr. No, I'm not. Thunder. I'm going with Sprite. Except your first answer. I'm just kidding. Sprite, <laughs> yes. Uh, it's held the number six spot for uh, the past uh, several years. 2014, 13, 2012, and 2011. Sprite has been, uh, I'm sorry, not seven, six, sixth spot in the all right. How many do we have left? Uh, you've got two left. Oh, my gosh. Number eight and number ten. I used to love uh, that video game based well. on Sprite. It oh, was a great video spot. game. You're, no, you're thinking of Cool Spot, the 7-Up guy. That's what you're thinking of. 
Did I just say one? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Um, Coke you Zero. Fell right into my trap. Let's put Coke, <laughs> Coke Zero in there. Has to be there. Has, has to be one of the two, right? Coke it is, Zero. It is in my fridge. It's in our it fridge. Number 10. On oh! the list. It is really in our fridge. And only, and only, of course, I think it was introduced. Um, when was it introduced? It's only been in the top 10 list for the past uh, 2014 and 2013. It's not uh, really. Yes. And yeah. prior to that, prior to that, the 10 spot was held by a couple other things. <laughs> you won't be mentioning right now. Won't be mentioning. Right. Yes. Okay. So now. So really, we'll here it the- is. Oh, this is it too. This is uh, this is where the rubber meets the road because uh, Dreadnecks only wins if you get this right. If you okay. answer this right. last right. one correctly. Well, I'll go through a couple of my don't thinks in there. Okay. We get. I like you. I like you think you're fishing, but I'm not telling you anything. No, no, no. I, I think. I think. Well, I'm just trying to think. Because talking I'm thinking, out loud. You're just I'm going. Out yeah, loud. I'm going. I'm going yeah. across the top shelf in the in, in the break room. The top shelf has, um, Yahoo's, which I'm pretty sure is not up there. Um, we only get like a case of those. We've already went through uh, Pepsi. We went through Coke, Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi, Dr. Pepper. There's Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And there's and there's some fruity drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Arg, arg, arg. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with. I'm just not sure. 2014 because they didn't start that weird advertising campaign for Diet Dr Pepper. I'm just afraid of using that one. Of course, I didn't think they have Coke Zero on there either. Well, as you can see, it was barely on there. Based on Brian. All right, I'm gonna. I, I, I'm gonna go with Diet Dr Pepper. Not Diet Dr of it. Pepper. All right, that's his uh, answer. Number ten in twenty uh, in twenty what is it twenty twelve Diet Dr Pepper held the number ten spot in number in in twenty eleven it held the nine spot uh-huh. nine spot uh, so their marketing actually twenty fourteen has- <laughs> Diet Dr Pepper did not appear in the top. Oh my gosh! So it actually the marketing their shitty marketing. <laughs> Has actually hurt them. <laughs> right. I can tell you, right. our local, we have a grocery store we go to all the time here called Smith's, and they are always out of Diet Dr. Pepper and nothing else. Yeah, we do very well with Diet Dr. Yeah. Pepper in our... So I would have, I, that was the only other if one I, I could think, think of. Let me, let me, can I guess what the other one is then? Of course, of course you can. Okay, I'm going to guess it's a variant on one of these, and I'll say... But we didn't say diet uh, diet Mountain Dew or yeah Mountain yeah. Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah, we did. Didn't oh, we? did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian said yeah. Diet Mountain Dew. Yeah. Then I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, holding the number eight spot, and and there was also number nine in uh, 2013. It was number nine in 2012. It was not at all on the list in 2011, but it was number eight in 20, 2007. Is Fanta. Fanta. Oh my gosh, Fanta. We never even we don't even have Fanta in our refrigerator. What kind of crap is this? So hold on. Is Fanta <laughs> there's gotta be there's gotta be one there's gotta be one state say, that's drinking all of it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And it doesn't say what flavor Fanta, which is the odd thing yeah, that, because everything else is differentiated by flavors. Because Fanta right. has everything. Fanta has by, their own cola. I guess it's, it's got to be Fanta Orange is the standard. Orange, yeah. yeah, we sometimes get... We get uh, Sunkissed 
sometimes. Is that what I write? That's mm-hmm. not right. Is that what it's called? Sun yeah, kiss? Sun, sun, sun yeah. kiss? We get that sometimes. Yeah. So there's like one state out there that's like killing us. Yeah. They're, just, they're drinking all the Fanta drink. Who is it? What state is it? Yeah, what state is it? Is, it's like Fago. What do you, who are you? What are you doing? Fago right, is like one. Exactly. If, if, if we were only, <laughs> if this thing only asked a bunch of juggalos, they'd say Fago would be the answer for Fago one. would be the thing. Exactly. Yes. Uh, oh, man. This is one of those cases where you just barely backed the wrong horse. Oh, uh, yeah. How does that feel, Logan? Are you okay with that? How does it feel? Uh, yeah, you know, my, my TMS 2000 mug actually broke this morning. So oh, I'm no. Okay with oh, not no. Getting coffee. oh, man, that sucks. Who are you throwing it at? Throwing it at? <laughs> no, my I was making tea and my daughter ran up behind me and, and fell off the counter. Oh, so. man. Oh. This is what kids do, but it's okay. You'll, you'll, uh, it'll all work out yeah. in the end. Um, I wonder if I'll end up. If I end up getting any uh, extras of those, I'll let you know. Because right now I think we're dead out. But if, uh, if something comes up, I'll let you know. Dead uh, out. Congratulations Play on your attempt. Week. And uh, better luck next time, Brian Dunaway. You barely lost. I don't even see this I as a know. loss. This was a right up to the yeah. line. I hate thing. that. And uh, it's, I love how Scott always asks after somebody loses. Oh, how does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It's the Katie Couric method of uh, of interviewing. Like she used to get people on there, like, "Oh, your your son died in a helicopter crash over by Iraq." How, how do you feel right yeah, now? How do you feel right <laughs> now? Say, Thanks, how do you feel Kirk. about that? So yeah. we had a question before the show. We asked about some pop tarts that we have in. The oh yes, right. The break the room. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and it is pretty simple. I don't want to get. I don't want to get too long into it. Probably went on pretty good while on that soda stuff. But basically, this is what it is. If it's a if it's a fruity type pop tart, like a strawberry blueberry kind of thing, I usually go with a, a Dr Pepper. But then if it's more of a chocolatey thing, I usually you know like a fudge or something like that. I'll mm. usually go with like a, a Coke. It just seems to mm. mingle in a little bit mm. better. All right, look at you matching. Right. And then up. like like there's also the one that i kind of like which isn't it's kind of a cheat it's mm-hmm. a pop tart but you know i don't like unfrosted pop tarts that's trash don't give me that yeah and i also don't like the cinnamon roll one where they kind of like sprinkle it on there oh, and it's like, here's yeah a little, here's a little yeah. layer of this now get out of here with that crap but when i do eat one because yeah. sometimes there's nothing left i'll do that and then i'll get a diet pepsi why oh, interesting don't ask me okay don't ask me <laughs> what it is all right. Well, I look forward to your medium yeah. post where you'll really get into detail on this. And uh, I know I get your medium <laughs> post. Yeah, that'll Paste. be awesome. Face magazine. <laughs> yeah, let's get it in there. Let's find out what's going on. Uh, yeah. Brian Dunaway, of course, is the Brian Dunaway on Twitter. Make sure you're following him there. T- uh, today, normally there's a boop show. We are not doing one today. Brian's got some stuff that came up, so he is going to be busy, busy boy today. Oh yeah, uh, I got seven pallets worth of something coming in that I'm gonna have to. You know, that's not, that was you. It. Oh wow! Right. How, Stop how, it. how weird and fortuitous. That's that me. You, no, it's yes. me. It's me. But yeah, weird, I, I do, yeah, I've been very busy. Seriously, I have like a bunch of contractor work that must be at that time of the year. Yeah, stuff piles up. Stuff so in. we're gonna we're yeah. gonna take a, a buy this week, and uh, don't worry, plenty to happen the following. So check back with us then, and of course, film sack this weekend where we do Child's Play two. Yeah, and then we'll. <laughs> and then Riley Hill to that will be doing uh, Poltergeist, and they'll wrap up our Sacktober. So yeah, plan accordingly. Yeah, if you haven't heard it so far, we got three episodes down and uh, two more to go. It's a great five week month. We love doing this every year. So mm-hmm. do check the uh, Film Sack feed if you're not listening to that show. Brian Dunaway, everybody, take it easy, have fun, out, and kiss our butts. <laughs> All right, <laughs> he has left the building. 
truly yeah. left the building. Just All right. A stink, just a stink remains where <laughs> Only, he once sat. That's right. We see a divot and a smell. <laughs> Speaking of divots and smells, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have some guests. Or I'll have at least one. Bill will be here. Stephen is not here today. However, we will be doing call now after that. So a little bit later when you hear this, do I have it even handy? Where's the my call now? Yeah. No, that's you. <laughs> oh, here it is. Call now. When you hear that later, that means your chances to call into the show and hang out with us and talk and chat a little bit. So watch for that coming up soon. Before all that, though, we got to do a break. And Brian, Brian, Brian brought us Brian. on. Brian, Brian, yes. Brian, Look, I want to talk about what's going on here. <laughs> Tony Randall doing some weird impersonation impersonation. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's go to Lemoyne, Pennsylvania uh, for an artist print, uh, that, that goes by the name Kulik. Uh, mm. He's got a brand new album that just came out this last Friday called Yelling in a Quiet Neighborhood. This is great stuff. I, uh, I actually had the whole album ahead of time, but I couldn't put anything on the show until after October 16th. But uh, courtesy of ENCI Records and Earshot Media, you guys get to hear it now and you guys get to enjoy it as well. Uh, from the brand new album, Yelling in a Quiet Neighborhood, here's Kulik and the song Talking to the Ceiling. Talking to the ceiling, staring at the wall, searching for a feeling. I can't feel that all I know you told me I should let it Just forget it But I just can't let it go Talking to the ceiling Like it's the only thing I know Cause Everyone's going home I'm still
talk about Pitney Bowes, our good pals at Pitney Bowes. Been with us for a long time. Really like these guys with Pitney Bowes and SendPro Online from Pitney Bowes. You can simply print your postage stamps and shipping labels even when you're working remotely. There's a lot of that going on right now. For as low as $4.99 a month, you'll have access to discounts up to 40%. That's off of USPS Priority Mail and now up to 62% off UPS daily rates. Plus, for being a Morning Stream listener, you receive a 30-day free trial to get started and a free 10-pound scale to ensure that you're never going to overpay. Print shipping labels and stamps whenever you need. And saving that money, I mean, holy holy heck, 62% off UPS second-day air services? That's just, that's, that's amazing. Schedule package pickups, track shipments from departure to arrival, and save five cents on every first-class letter and up to 40% off USPS priority mail. Again, starting at $4.99 a month, that's $4.99 a month. You can calculate that exact postage online, get access to the mobile app to ship and track packages on the go, print right from your PC, and avoid the post office. Go to pb.com slash TMS to access this special offer for the free 30-day trial plus a free 10-pound scale to get started. That's pb.com slash TMS. Experience your savings in your shipping costs with a free trial of Simpro online from Pitney Bowes. Oh, we'll still give you the beautiful towel and clean clothes, but we'll also give you a bonus check worth $1. Just send the bees from three bonus boxes, many size, to this address. And uh, be a genius. Veronica's Marshmallows. This is The Morning Stream with Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett. Big ol' freaking dirt blanket. Welcome back to the show. That didn't work right. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I like that. That was a very 90s from, uh, thing. I've gone from turd monkey to big old freaking dirt blanket. Um, yeah. yeah, that was, uh, again, Kulik, K-U-L-I-C-K, from the brand new album, Yelling in a Quiet Neighborhood, talking to the... Well, that's fantastic. Uh, go check it out, everybody. All right. We are going to bring in Bill. Yeah, that's Bill. right. Punished Prop's own Bill Duran, joining us on a Monday. How weird. No, it's always like that. What am I saying? It's not weird. It's not weird at all. No, not weird. No. Here's his intro. No. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. Check it out. Bill Duran, all the way from the Pacific Northwest and the headquarters of PunishedProps.com. Welcome back, Bill. How are you? Good morning, friends. Hope you're doing well today. Doing all right. Uh, I heard you had... Uh, so Okay, so let me back up. Uh, I know you're a big Star Wars fan. You've made plenty oh, of props. Yeah. You're, you're super into it. Uh, heard about you playing a little bit of that new Squadrons game. So oh, as, yes. as someone who I know is a true Star Wars head and would tell me the straight dope here, how do you feel about that game? Is it worth the 40 bucks that they're asking? Um, I think that's yet to be seen as far as how much I'm going to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, because so much of it is multiplayer and playing against other people who are just good. I'm not good at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people are just going to destroy me if I play against other people. Um, I'm like three missions into the story and that's pretty fun. And that might be worth it alone for the 40 bucks. Yeah. But the experience is very cool in VR. Mm. I mean, I'm sure playing it on a screen is nice too, but I've been playing it on my Oculus quest plugged into my um, PC 
and it's something else. It's just really cool to sit in the cockpit of an X-Wing and look around. You can turn all the way around. You can see R2 behind you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. So, um, and I got to, I played a little bit of multiplayer uh, with with Rob, my twin brother, and it took us right back to our childhood. It was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Imagine, you know, if you're a Star Wars kid at all, imagine playing this and just letting your letting it all soak in like that. He play on VR as well, or is he, he VR-less on the other side? Um, he has VR as well. Oh, good. Look yeah. at you guys going all the way in. That's pretty rad. So it's, it's pretty cool. Fly, you're in an X-Wing, flying towards a Star Destroyer you're going to try and take out, and I look out the window, just turn my head to the left, and I see his X-Wing flying next to me in formation. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And you guys really both cool. look like, if you guys just have mustaches, you and your brother both look like, um, who is Luke's big, friend? Big, that Bigs and Wedge? Yeah, you look like Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. That would be Biggs, yeah. Dark Lighter, yeah. Wedge Antilles. Yep, a little Chilly, bit of Wedge yeah. Antilles when you guys have facial hair. I think that's awesome. Uh, well, <laughs> well done. That's a blast. All right, sorry. I just had to get the Star Wars out of the way. What's going on mm-hmm. in the world of uh, Punish Props this week, and what can we learn as fledgling makers our own selves? Uh, I did a fun little project the other day. Uh, I, I just posted a picture of it over on uh, on Twitter. Um I made a short video, but that's up on Patreon. So if you're a patron, then you can go watch that. Yeah. But basically, I end up with a lot of extra 3D prints that I don't end up using. Okay. So especially when I'm when I'm prototyping a new project. So for example, my Blade Runner blaster, um, it was printed in many pieces, and it has lots of um, lots of moving parts. So basically, I would print a piece. And I would test how it fits together with the other parts. And then I'd tweak the model a little, little bit. Um, things like clearances, a specific place of parts and functional pieces and pivots and all that have to be tweaked a little bit. Uh, and it goes through several iterations. And with that project in particular, I ended up with a full set of all of my parts that don't really quite work. Uh, you can't really put them together to make a prop because they didn't, they didn't turn out right. They didn't work well. So I put them in a box. I'm like, well, they, they, they kind of look right, but I don't want to throw them out. So they've just been sitting in a box for like two years. <laughs> so this project, I decided, hey, what if I what if I took those parts and kind of laid them out to make them look like a little model kit? Like, you know, oh, yeah. those model kits that we would put together when we like were. Like the ones that come on tree, like uh, the things that come on trees, the little pieces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like here, this sort of thing. Here, I'll put it. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. I'll put it in your chat in our chat, Brian. You can see this thing. Oh, this cool. Tweet. Okay. I mean, it's literally that, like straight up. Yeah. Oh, it is exactly totally. that. Look at that. Cool. Yeah, very cool. So I nulled all the parts out in sort of an arrangement that made sense. Some of the parts I wanted them to lay more flat, so I just cut them in half on the bandsaw so that I could <laughs> open them up and lay them down flat. So I didn't want it to be too dimensional. I didn't want it to be too mm-hmm. thick. Um, all of these prints were done in ABS plastic, so I grabbed the filament that I use. Uh, it's a three millimeter ABS filament, and I use that to create the sprues that connect all the parts. Uh, and I didn't glue them; I just used a soldering iron, and oh. I would melt a little hole, heat up the edges. Oh, yeah. okay. And then I would poke the uh, the filament <laughs> rod into that hole, and then I would use the soldering iron to essentially weld the parts together. I didn't have to use any glue. Yeah. Well, the effect um, is the same, right? This feels like a machined out uh, set of parts that you would get like, like a model plane or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and that's that's exactly what I was going for. Yeah. 
so you you don't want to huff all those fumes. I had a fan going so that it would <laughs> blow the the smoke away. <clears throat> it took a while, but it was it was kind of fun. It was a uh, mm-hmm. it's re- really satisfying. Kind of laying all these parts out and uh, kind of welding them all together. Yeah. And, and how and big it, is that? How big is that whole thing? Because I, I you, I've got one of those Blade Runner guns, and they're mm-hmm. it's not small. So I mean that piece we're looking at, even though it, it looks like oh that's probably like you know five inches by four inches, and these are all tiny little parts. No, that is a full size. It is full size. Yeah, holdable gun. So that thing's got to be like. 11 it's, by 17 or something yeah it's about the size of this computer monitor that i'm staring <laughs> at right now <laughs> that's the best yeah. yeah 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 um and it was really fun uh to put together and uh once it actually the frame the outside frame of it i was trying to figure out i wanted it to look like a model kit and i thought maybe i'll cut it out of wood but it's got to be pretty thin so i ended up using quarter inch aluminum rod mm. Uh, and I had to bend it into a rectangle around it. And then I glued the ends of the rods together with um, with JB Weld, which is a glue that's made for uh, metal. That seemed to work out pretty all right. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, now I know there's more I could do to make it look more like a model kit. I actually didn't. I, I, I This was a, such a total whim. Um, I, I thought about this like on Thursday night and then like Friday morning. I was like, I'm doing it. And I didn't even look up any model kits. So I know there are things I could do to make it look more like a model kit. Usually in model kits, they have little um, labels, like a little flat piece mm-hmm. of, in there with like A, B, C or little numbers or whatever. Uh, and I didn't do that. Um, so maybe in the future when I do another one of these, I may be a little more um, a little more thoughtful like that. Yeah, I'm uh, looking, Or if anyone listening wants to give this a shot, that's some ideas there. Looking <laughs> at some just some Google images and I, I don't know, I think you kind of nailed it. There's... It's pretty close. Oh, I'm yeah. my own worst critic, of course. Sure, sure. <laughs> I mean, you could have done little little windows because I know sometimes Ooh, yeah. when you get these, they're they're done in a way where if you pull out piece A, it doesn't loosen B, C, and D around it. But I mean, that's a yeah, that yeah. is the most minor nitpicky thing I could come up with, like you know, vertical and horizontal bars that divide yeah. those up so that. Yeah. Or or do that, it. That looks absolutely amazing. Yeah. It's so good. It's really good. It, it really is, and it's, it's satisfying to look at. Um, something else you could do with model kits. I know that um, sometimes the base plastic will be a different color for different pieces, and the Blade Runner gun has three main colors. It's got the metal parts, like the silver. So I could do um, a, a, a batch of those, oh, yeah. just those parts in gray, and then do the the grips in orange in their own little frame. And then all the black parts I could do in black. I could even separate it out like that. Man, you know what that I did does, that. though. Now that what that does though, it takes it from a an advanced model where uh, the ones I appreciate, where you have to paint everything, oh, yeah. to like those cheapo, no glue needed, snap together. Everything's mm-hmm. already painted in the right color, and you can't really do much else with it. Yeah, I kind yeah, of prefer yeah. this. Chrome, a, a, a tree of chrome pieces and a tree of red pieces. And I agree, ah. I agree with Brian. This is I like the monochrome thing, and also that yeah. aluminum yeah. wire you're talking about, the aluminum frame. Is, right. Because everything's colored the same, I would have just. I mean, this looks like the whole thing was manufactured. Mm-hmm. You know, out of a out of a out of a what do you call it a um, a mold or something? Right, yeah. right, like which injection is, molded. Yeah, which is yeah. what you, I assume is what you're aiming for, and I think you did, yep. I think you nailed it. I love oh, it. I just so, noticed the uh, the printing on the piece that says "punished props," uh, yeah, replicant blast. Oh yeah, the, the so text cool. on there. Yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, the aluminum rod worked out really well. I wanted the scale to look okay. So the filament that I use as the sprues is three millimeters wide, and the 
the the quarter inch rods about six millimeters wide and that seemed like a pretty good scale there um i ended up painting the whole thing just gray using primer because i have lots of primer and it worked out just fine uh, and this thing's gonna go up on the wall and i'm so excited about it oh, yeah. <laughs> cool i would yeah. i could see a wall just filled with this stuff like some of your favorite projects definitely yeah. oh that's such a cool idea i was that, gonna say it'd be really cool to like take your um your life model uh, your LMD, your life model decoy, but your life model, <laughs> and like make a, a a model tree of like all of your parts. Oh like yeah, somebody could assemble their I own. Could, film. I could break that apart like a uh, like an action figure. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, but just as I idea. say that, Claire Gack puts a link to the McFly video for one of their songs that uh, apparently where they did that is their music video. Oh, that's cool. That's McFly cool. is that a band? I don't know who that is. It is. A, it is a band. Yeah. Hmm. They're a good band. I don't mind. When, uh, do you guys remember the last time you put together a model kit like that? I remember mine. Oh, high school yesterday. Probably. Yeah. 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 Probably. yeah. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Uh, uh, I'm putting their uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol. That, that's what I was actually holding up. Is the Doctor Strange? This is the Doctor Strange model, so you can see his some of his runes. Here's the cape right up oh, here. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, um, so I was doing the Black Widow yesterday. So to oh, speak. Cool, phrase cool. that. I was uh, putting together the model of the Black Widow yesterday. <laughs> wow. So, I see what you mean. I put, I did a car, I don't know, 15 years ago, probably the last time I did it. But I, I, I spent a long time painting it. Like, I did a really good job with it compared to when I was a kid where I just, everything turned into super glue. Right. Um, there's, an, there's an X-Wing I remember ruining when I was a child. Oh, no. Uh, but the car, I was super proud of it. I remember putting the whole thing together, painting it really well. And then the first time I showed it to someone, I was holding it out and I dropped it. Whoa. And instead of catching it, I spiked it into the ground. Oh, and man. Just destroyed oh, the whole no. thing. <laughs> what, just like, that's the it, last time I made one of those. Is it like an instinct? You just for, yeah, just, yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's actually something <laughs> I'd want to see. Bad reflexes. Yeah. yeah yep. <laughs> you don't know when you're that age, I guess. No, that's, that's super cool, dude. By the way, I don't know why, but that McFly video is maximum 240p. <laughs> right, it's the, it's the most pixely business ever. It's yeah. real bad. I don't know why that is. There's probably a better version floating around. Um, all right, well, this is very, very cool. And if you yeah. want to do your own, you could probably just look at this image and come up with some ideas your own self. Uh, I think it's a pretty good tutorial just looking at it. Uh, Bill, anything else you want to give us? Like a little bonus link like often you do? Absolutely. So um, just dropped a link in the chat there. The folks over at Hacksmith on YouTube made a lightsaber that has a plasma blade a yeah, real about hot this. four thousand degree yeah. yeah this actually made our news blade. last thir- thursday was it did we talk thursday, about this i think it was yeah, yeah. we talked about Somebody... this guy it is so cool it is the raddest thing yeah they figured this and not out. only is it like a real looking and it'll totally cut through stuff blade looking thing but they did such a great job designing a cool-looking steampunk-ish lightsaber handle. I, I yeah. love the design. Yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous! Like yeah. some transparent parts in there, and yeah, yeah, they really went above um, and beyond. Uh, they've been knocking it out of the park lately with their videos and their projects, and I'm I'm a fan. Yeah, they're great. That dude, plus he just looks like Jesus if he worked out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I like that about him. <laughs> like How do we know that Jesus, Jesus doesn't work out? I Jesus mean, he might. might. Be we don't know. I don't know. He might be. He looked pretty cut in the in the pictures yeah, in, the, sure. in the Louvre. Yeah. There were a lot of Jesus pictures <laughs> in the Louvre, and he looked pretty svelte. <laughs> I, think we need, I think we need 
Jesus pictures painted by Boris Vallejo to see. Nice. That's what we need, yes. Yeah. And, and Julie Bell. And Julie Bell, exactly. You, you can't say one without the other. That would nope. do it. Uh, very cool. Well, as always, PunishProps.com is the place to go check out all this stuff and also the YouTube channel, which is the self-same name, Punish Props. Uh, Bill Duran is Chimbeard on Twitter. Bill, thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. Later, friends. Bye now. Remove. There we go. Alrighty, everybody. It's time for us to do this. Call now. That's right. You're going to call now and be a part of the conversation and tell us what's on your mind. Uh, That is, if I can bring up the call thing. Here it is. Uh, It's a chance for you to call in and ask whatever you want. Uh, don't worry, we don't, uh, you know, embarrass you. You don't have to use your real name. You can just call in and say, "Hey, I think your show sucks," or you could call in and go, "Hey, I have an idea. Here's what I'm doing for Halloween." Whatever it is, just don't call us, yell butt nipple, and hang up. Don't That's do right. that. Don't do that. Call now or do that. Deep, I don't know. Deep cut. <laughs> Very deep cut. Let's find out who this is. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Well, good morning, friends. At the end. Ah, look who it is, everyone. Hey, Ian. How you it's doing, Ian. Man? I am Sci-Fi. He is uh, always up up to clown. How's it going, man? I am I am good and I guess I'm up the clown. I'll, it's usually I'll, I'll down to clown. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> because the, the whole point of down to clown is that it rhymes, right? And I used up the clown, which is wrong. Oh, I'm turning into my dad. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, but it's even better that way. So I just I I'll just I'll just go with sure. All right, fair enough. What's on your mind today? Not too much. Uh, I've, I've been in the Halloween spirit lately, so I figured I'd share some uh, some early Monday recommendals with you guys. Oh, please do. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I've been of those plenty very much. This week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really into like horror comedies lately, mm-hmm. um, and I, fa- I found a bunch of good ones. Uh, one in particular on Showtime. I forget whether you guys have a Showtime uh, subscription. I think or Brian not, does, but, right? Uh, I do currently because it comes with uh, CBS All Access if you get it through Apple. So oh, nice, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's there, there's a movie called Final Girls. I don't know if you guys have seen Final. No. Or yeah, it's like so, the last girl who survives in a slasher film, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah, and okay. and this one is essentially about a group of kids who are at a movie theater and wind up inside the the movie, um, mm. and their mission is essentially to be the final girl, the the, the last the last <laughs> one standing uh, as, as the as the serial killer is killing them all off. Oh, wow. this is great, and it's got uh, so. Tysa Farmiga. She used to go by Tess Farmiga. She related she's like the, Vera, the Vera Farmiga. Farmiga's uh, little sister. Oh, no way. She's like T A I S S A. Malin Ackerman. You got Alia Shakwat from uh, Arrested Development. So yep. is it legit funny? Like, would you say you laughed? You had a good time? Oh, 100% legit funny. Yeah. I mean, it, it, hmm. it does a very good job of like taking the genre apart. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like for instance, it, almost like video game esque. If they don't go along with the flow of the movie, then it's just going to keep repeating itself over and over again oh. until they actually go along with the movie. So, mm. like, so if like they don't meta... take the ri- exactly, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. if like, like if they don't take a ride with the uh, with the kids, then they just sit there until the car comes around again, and they have to take a ride with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. So yeah, I got cabin in the woods. Ask where it's a genre poking fun at itself kind of thing. Absolutely, yeah, that, that yeah, sounds it's great. Really, really fun. All yeah, right. I'll uh, check that okay. I'm adding this right and now got, on my list. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I've also got Little Monsters, which was a Hulu original that got released a little while ago. Um, um, why is that familiar? Little Monsters. 
because that's well, what Lady it's, Gaga it's calls it's her Lupita fans. Nyong'o and, and zombies, so that's kind of all you need to know. Okay. All right. Now you've got me. That sounds interesting. I mean, actually, Hulu, weirdly, has been my place for horror stuff. I'm watching that Monster Town or Monster Land. What is it? Monster? Oh, Monster Land, yeah. Monster Land, yeah. And I've yep. been loving that series. I've only got one left. Um, and then I want to watch Hell... Hell, oh yeah, Hellstrom, the Hellstrom. Damien Hellstrom. The, oh it's like an MCU, yeah, yeah, an MCU series that's not like that that came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I've been hearing yeah. great things about that. Like it's super scary and weird. I want and, you to uh, tell me how it Hel- is because Hel- I'm Hellstrom is the last Marvel Marvel standing for Hulu essentially. Oh, okay, all right, right, yeah, right. Because they had what before this the uh, 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 run runaways, runaways and uh, yeah. cloak and dagger. No, cloak and dagger was freeform. Yeah, I think the yeah, but it, it aired on Hulu like secondary, so oh, like did it? Okay. technically so, there, but not really. well. But Runaways yeah. was primary. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I see that. It sounds like they're taking it in places that people didn't expect, and I don't know. I'm down for that. I actually yeah. didn't realize it was yeah. based on a comic till like yesterday. So <laughs> it's because they don't put Marvel before it. It's the first series that, that that like that's how divorced they are from it. Like it was already so far in production that they couldn't shut it down. Oh, that's crazy. So that's why they they just went ahead and put it up there and like, okay, you want to watch it? Go ahead. Yeah, that's awesome. Hmm. Uh, cool. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted the one about the other one, though, you were going to tell us about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got one more after that. Um, uh, I mean, well, what, Little Monsters is essentially, as I described it, it's Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, they're on a trip with uh, with kids, and a zombie outbreak uh, happens. It's Australian. It's it's weird, and it's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. So I, I 100% recommend that. But then the last one I wanted to recommend was Tragedy Girls. Okay. Um, and this one is, uh, kind of like Heather's scream vibe where these, these two girls are killing off their classmates in order to get more popular on social media. <laughs> wow. <laughs> only, only a movie that can only work in 2020. Yeah, no, like. that's great. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be down for that. All right. Uh, and that's all. Then where's that one again? That's also on Hulu. On Hulu as well. Jeez, Hulu with all the What's scary What's that one business. called? It was what, what girls? Uh, Tragedy Girls. Tragedy Girls. Tragedy Girls. Okay, so Final Girls, yeah. Tragedy Girls, and... Uh... All the girls. Yeah. Tragedy Girls <laughs> is awesome because it's essentially Negasonic Teenage Warhead and the second girl who played Storm running around killing killing each other. Oh, oh cool. All right. And also, um, I, I should say this. The reason I think Hulu's going all in on scary stuff and series and things is because they literally have an event for the month called Huluween. Yeah. yeah. So when you're you're literally basing your programming choices on your dumb wordplay, you know what I mean? It's like hey, <laughs> right, exactly. Hulu, like, we can have it's like uh, like I don't know, like a show like Filmsack coming up with a uh, term for the entire month where we do nothing but but watch uh, scary movies. Yeah, Sacktober. It's like that. So well done, Hulu. <laughs> Good job. The true horror movie, uh, the true the true horror uh, the series isn't coming back for another year. So you'll have to wait for their uh, their new season of. Uh, uh, handmaid's tale <laughs> get it because it's like it's the scariest one they got <laughs> right right oh it's good stuff ian have a fantastic day it's good to hear from you we'll talk to you soon all right thanks man lines are open call now you can call now and get in if you get a voicemail don't worry that just means someone else is on and you can call back uh if we don't answer right away or we say other words uh don't hang up thinking that we can't hear you because it just means we haven't picked up your call yet 801-471-0462 call now we we're talking about katie Couric earlier Yes. And uh, she's in Boy- The Boys Season 2, weirdly. Oh. Okay. Uh, she plays herself. Really? And she's doing an interview. Okay. And it's and it's odd because she's sitting there interviewing, I guess, The Deep and his new girlfriend. And that's all Well, they're I'll not going to get uh, 
they're not going to get appropriately titled surprise badass Savannah Guthrie for for that role. <laughs> no. No, maybe they will next season though. She was, yeah. that was something else. All right, we have uh, another caller on the line. Who's this? Hi, it's Kit London from the chat room. Hello, Kit London. Hey, How are Kit you? London. Great, thanks. Uh, awesome. I have a technical question for you guys. Okay. Oh, I hope it's not about uh, Zoom because we obviously don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to. Um, we do D and D and use Discord, yeah. but I don't know what program to use to try to record it to save them. Are you trying oh. to record video or just... No, just audio. Just audio, okay. And I'm on a Mac. Oh, you are on a Mac. All right. I'm oh, going to make a, I... um, a recommendation that that I finally got all worked out on my end. It took me a while that I figured it out. So Brian, and Brian used it before I did, and he was a big reason why I was able to finally get, get around to it. But there's a piece of software by Rogue Amoeba called Loopback. Uh, if you go to rogueamoeba.com, you can. It's just one of their featured things, and it's called Loopback. And Loopback makes you it lets you basically turn any program, everything from your browser to Skype to Discord to your text messages to the to Finder itself. It doesn't matter. Um, all of them get basically turned into audio devices, and so any audio generated from those things, you can then virtually route them any way you want to. So, for example, if you want to route just your Discord audio and your microphone to one output and then that's your that's what you want to record that audio mm. then you can do that you can just set it up so that only discord and only your mic are the things being recorded so if you get other noises that happen on your desktop notifications or whatever those just get ignored and don't get recorded um, i will i will supplement your suggestion scott with audio hijack um because i don't think loopback does recording like you're saying you'd, you'd route all those things to to a recording program to be able to record whether it's audacity or whatever right. audio hijack will let you do those things and say okay only record the sounds coming from these applications oh good point yeah if you're trying to isolate them like if you're not if you're not worried about putting them all in a single one-time mix and have it happen yeah. straight to audition or audacity or something and you want to have separate audio for the people talking on discord versus you talking on your mic and then match those together later or whatever edit yeah, yeah edit volume separately one. then loopbacks the way you want to go yeah yep. and they're the same company so mm-hmm. that combination is a pretty potent combination in general they also make an amazing soundboard called fargo which i use every day on tms mm-hmm. um rogue amoeba is the bomb and I'm, unfortunately they don't do any pc stuff i wish they did for all my pc friends looking for these solutions because they're that some of the stuff is trickier on pc but on the Mac side, uh, anything by Rogue Amoeba is going to help you down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's, uh, there's something called the Ultimate Podcasters Bundle, and I believe the code still works if you get the whole bundle. 20% off if you use ANTP as your coupon code. Yeah. Because they were a sponsor of last season of... Uh, well, that America's probably still works, podcast. right? Probably still works. Probably still works. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. worth the money. Uh, even at their full price, I feel like that stuff... And it's not a subscription thing. You don't get to pay mm-hmm. some nope, yearly whatever. Yeah, and they'll they no, support the crap out of it. They're super helpful. Oh, they're they really good. Email you right back. Oh, so not Twitter. like Adobe, you have to pay every month. Yeah, Adobe. <laughs> right, no, the, God, the Adobe no. stuff you have to pay every month, and some of us have to. I mean, I need it, so I do. But yeah. um, it's nice once in a while when you find an app where it's just like, "Would you like this app? Pay us sixty dollars, we give you the app." That's nice. <laughs> you know? Stop paying for the app. We take away software. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so I, I kind of, I don't know. I, there's a place for both in our weird technological future, but. Brian's right. Both of those <laughs> options are going to work really well for you, uh, or, or some combination of that Rogue Amoeba stuff is going to solve what you're trying to do. It's exactly what I do with There Will Be Dungeons every week. We record 
audio in a very similar way, and I do video via OBS recording while we stream it. So, actually, I'm doing it right now on TMS. Same thing. We're doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing. Brian and I are talking on Discord. We're recording it, and I'm looping all that stuff through loopback. So, anyway, let us know how it goes, Kit London. I know you'll work it out. Cool. Bye now. She's nice. Cool. She I is. like her. Uh, we still have time for at least one more. Call now. Call now. That's right. You got a question? Technical or ridiculous, silly, whatever, man. We'll answer it. Whatever it is, we'll answer it. We don't care. We don't care what it is. It could be anything. We don't care. No, we don't care. You could say something is offensive. I'll just hang up on you. <laughs> yeah, don't, maybe we don't want to encourage that, but yeah. Yeah, you don't you have could. to. But if you did, I would just <laughs> hang up on you and edit you out later. I so. mean, if you had to, you could. Yeah, I learned my lesson when I doxed the we fake phone number. Nipple. Yeah, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, that other guy, yes. Yeah. Right. Guy that dropped N-words. That's right. F, F that guy, by the way. Just F, that reminder, guy. F that guy. Uh, oh, here we go. We got a call. Let's find out who we have calling in. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Hey, this is J.C. Calhoun. J.C. Hey, J.C. Calhoun. Calhoun. Have you called in before? Irma? Oh, probably. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember, but I can. for as long as I can remember, your name is always in our chat. You are always here. J.C. Calhoun, one of the most regular ass regulars you could have. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Luckily, uh, you know, I teach college, so I'm usually I got free time. So, and and we're off this week. So, ah, uh, there you go. Well, it's uh, good. I'm glad, right. I'm glad we could have this this uh, unique opportunity to have a chat with you. So, what's your what's your big question for I, the day? I have a very important question. I was thinking about the other day. I was making breakfast. Do you unplug the toaster when you're done with it, or do you leave it in? Oh, oh! This we is leave ours plugged in all the time. Same. Our toaster oven and our toaster are the only time I unplug the toaster oven is when I plug in the KitchenAid mix. Okay, well here's the problem: we had a toaster, and then it broke. So we said, you know what? We're getting a toaster oven this time. So we got a toaster oven, and I was like, well, I'm never going to need a toaster again because toasters are stupid, and toaster ovens just do better job at what I like about toast. So we're getting toaster oven, and we got one, and it was great. And then Nick moved out, and Kim said, while I wasn't around, Hey, Nick, <laughs> you might need something to toast things. Would you want to take this toaster oven that we have? And he said, sure. So now we don't have anything to toast with. The other day, I toasted something in a pan. In a pan! In a pan? That's not toasting? Yeah, like some kind of Little House on the Prairie episode over there. Really? I was, doing a, I was really toasting in a pan. Your, uh, roasting it? or yeah. I literally toasted a piece of bread in a pan, which is not really toasting it. It's frying Stay it. Stay tuned next week when Scott tries to sous vide toast. Exactly. So I don't have good ways to do toast right now. So honestly, I don't leave anything plugged in because I don't freaking have it. But... Why, tell us why, J.C. Calhoun. Why would one want to? I don't. I, I sort of grew up. I, well, growing up is always unplug the toaster. Even though I see people in the chat are like they put it away. We we didn't put ours away. It was just like unplug this toaster when you're done with it. I, I guess assuming you know, burn down the house or something. I don't know. But I've always right. just done it as a habit. That's interesting. I wonder if there's like some old, you know, some, legends or yeah, something some that old it, toaster. Yeah, like I mean, I guess. If you're gonna have a problem with it, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be something that fell off your toast that's in the very bottom that catches on fire, and unplugging it's not gonna make much of a difference, right? Like you, yeah. you toast a piece of sourdough, a chunk of that sourdough falls off the uh, falls off and lands on the heating element at the very bottom, starts catching on fire. You can unplug that thing until the cows go home. And maybe people are worried about some kid jamming a fork in there, but if it's not on, no, that's still electrocute. I guess maybe that's it. 
Maybe it was to keep. Maybe that's it, J.C. Calhoun. He was like, your mom was like, hey, get your fork out of the damn toaster, J.C. Maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe <laughs> she was doing it to protect you. Do you unplug the oven when you're not using it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, wait a minute. I'm thinking <laughs> no, of all the things I don't unplug. Yeah, there's it's a, a lot harder to unplug. Though. Yeah, I have so much to unplug down here. I never do that. Uh, you know, I gave up toast. I cut the cord, and I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cord, that's a different show cord killing, yeah, cord killing. I'm unplugged as far as toast these days you killed the cord of toast cording <laughs> that's right exactly uh, thank you JC Calhoun for bringing this extremely important info to us because I did not I don't know why people would do that that's a weird thing and we'll get emails this is going to be great I can't wait for them we'll find out what the hell's going on there alright before we get out of here one of these Fan. service this is from a writer who looks let's see uh, it says this, my wife is a school nurse who has been working so hard since the pandemic hit. She has to worry about a lot of students. She has to develop health plans and individual students and train teachers and school administrators about what school is supposed to be like during COVID-19. The near future is very uncertain right now uh, and how school is going to proceed. She is stressed and worried, but a very hard worker. Combine that all uh, with taking care of her own kids at home. She is an amazing and awesome wife and mother. I want to give her a shout out and recognition. Talia Lewis, my wife, has an amazing blog about minimalist living. I could use some of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, simple homesteading and natural living. She provides recipes, natural living ideas, organization suggestions, and more. Her blog is called Little House on Laurel and can be found at uh, littlehouseonlaurel.com. That makes sense. She is also on YouTube with videos and on Instagram and Facebook. Just look for Little House on Laurel. That sounds Very great. Cool. That does sound great. Yeah. yeah, the home, the organization stuff. Uh, I don't know if your wife has started watching a Netflix show called The Home Edit. No, but it's in her queue. What am I in for with that? You're in for uh, many trips to the container store. To, <laughs> for <laughs> Like all these like, oh, labeler and all these things. It's like, she's got to have, we went to, we had to go to the container store. Christina's been watching it. So we went there on uh, Friday night Yeah, and, um, they were out of a bunch of stuff. And so we get to the counter, pay for the things we picked up. And we mentioned, oh yeah, you know, we noticed that there were a couple things that you guys were completely out of. And she goes, oh yeah. Have you guys been watching the home edit on Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, apparently, People are going and cleaning out sections of the container store because of uh, the show called The Home Act. It's like that viral video, that dude riding a skateboard listening to Dreams by um, Fleetwood Mac. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but he's this just cool dude riding his, he's you know older guy, middle-aged guy, riding on a skateboard, yeah. just cruising down some road, and then just occasionally drinking out of an ocean spray bottle. That's uh-huh. just full of ocean spray. Oh, okay. Spray. I've been hearing about an ocean spray thing yeah. recently. So he did this. It went huge viral. Got like 10 million views or something on TikTok. And then, you know, everybody started copying it, including Fleet, uh, Mick Fleetwood and Stevie Nicks both did versions of this video. So th- that's how big it got. Like the actual Fleetwood <laughs> okay, Mac people yes, did it. yes. That's all right. Yep. This is starting yeah, to connect. That might explain why you I learned about yeet. Now I'm learning about ocean spray. There you yeet. go. Well, anyway, as a result, um, the other day we're at that same grocery store that was low on Dr. Pepper, Diet Dr. Pepper. All the ocean spray, gone. Empty shelves. (laughs) The power of TikTok compels you. And so this is a case like that, right? Where it's like a a thing like a TV show on Netflix drives the sales of a thing at the container place and you're done. And that's just it. That just, it's crazy how that works. Anyway, I'm watching this video right now. It's almost like he's 
specifically holding the bottle so that he can get the uh, the ocean spray uh, labeling, you know, so he can uh-huh. get product placement. Yeah, well, it worked because not only did it go hugely viral and been a big success, but Ocean Spray gave him a truck. They gave him <laughs> gave him an actual a truck? truck. Yes, like a, an actual truck and a crate of Ocean yeah. Spray. Don't eat them all at once, no. dude. You'll get the runs. You get the shit. Good for this guy, but uh, do we need to encourage <laughs> this sort of thing? We I mean, almost—it's it's well, basically we free so advertising close to being done with TikTok. It's, but it's so—it's <laughs> the most free advertising they've ever gotten. Yeah, it, for that sure. That truck probably cost nothing compared to the value they got out of all that advertising. Like it's just Seven crazy. Pallets of ocean spray, nice dead polymers. <laughs> yeah, nice one. I actually like ocean spray, so yeah, I do too. Can't get any of it right now. Anyway, um, uh, so there you go. There's that. Go check it out. By the way, if any of you heard me say, look for House on Yanni or Yanni, that's because when you hear Laurel, you hear Yanni. So just so you know, it's Laurel, not Yanni. That's what I heard. I, I couldn't understand. What's Yanni? So if I say to a person who hears Yanni instead of Laurel, yeah, and I say to them, oh, you heard Yanni, not Laurel, they hear me say, oh, you heard Laurel, not Yanni. Or no, they'll probably hear Laurel, not Laurel. They'll hear whatever... Oh. I'll be Whatever Yanny and Yanny or Laurel and Laurel. It's not, like a, it's not like a thing where you're genetically predispositioned to only hear <laughs> Laurel when somebody says Yanny. It's that specific audio clip right. with the modulate, the weird electronic modulation that happened. <laughs> it's like... You're right, you're, to, right. Uh, you're right. Someone to check it's not like, it's not like hating cilantro because it tastes like staples sure <laughs> coach from home says i heard white and gold dresses yeah there you go bring it a <laughs> full circle well done uh real quick we got an email about scotty on the mac uh this is a thing i complained oh, about yeah. how he Star says Trek computer Ford. yep computer oh my gosh i hate it anyway he says this hey guys this is the thursday's dms where you discuss star trek 4 and the scene where scotty's talking into the mouse i'm with scott on this one but not just about the mouse it was also the fact that he was able to use that keyboard to create a graphical representation of an elaborate molecular structure it was uh uh transparent <laughs> aluminum remember that was the whole thing that's right um, yes anyway so scotty doesn't know what a mouse is but he knows all of the keyboard shortcuts and programs needed to draw a transparent aluminum molecule i hated that scene scott from houston <laughs> it was so he was out sick the day they talked about mice in ancient technology but he was there for mech draw <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> paint yeah that whole you know what's a really good point we kind of buried the lead he used that computer in ways that were just ridiculous from top to bottom you don't talk into the mouse and you can't make a big 3d molecular representation of a thing in 1984 you just didn't i still like that scene but i but i absolutely see the flaws in it right there and uh and i was the one i should get my my hand slapped for not for forgetting that it wasn't a uh a Klingon bird of prey. Completely forgot that it wasn't the Enterprise that they were trying oh, to right. jam whales up the caboose into. It was, uh, it was a Klingon bird of prey. <laughs> yeah, we had a bunch of people talking about that, and they were like, you guys didn't even mention it. It was, wasn't the Enterprise. I'm like, oh. yeah, that was me. That was me making that mistake. Fine, I'll own it. I'll but, own it. But it wasn't even the point, though, right? Like we were. No, it wasn't even the point. No, the point was that computer talk. But sometimes, talk you know, mouse. we got to address the non-points that's along with point. the points. That's, part, that's right. It's 2020. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, all right. Hey, that's it for the show. Thanks for being here, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow and should be Wednesday. We'll let you know on that whole Brian Pallet thing and uh, when it happens and all that. So that's actually going to make for great content on Thursday. I know that for sure. Regardless. Well, it might if I decide I want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, never mind. <laughs> hey, uh, we'll let you know on Wednesday whether 
Brian decides to wear a pallet for for Halloween. Right. Yes. He so I, look, a, I'm a I'm shipment gonna, of from Amazon. I've got a I, big I'm going to be a famous painter. I'm going to be Leonardo da Vinci. And here's my palette. Yeah. I have seven of these palettes. <laughs> See, we didn't give anything away. It's fine. Everything's yeah, fine. It's totally fine. Patreon.com says all night with a shotgun in the front yard. <laughs> uh, that's too good. All right. Patreon.com slash TMS. We need that to fund Brian's defense program. Uh, <laughs> right. Exactly. Patreon.com slash TMS. Help keep the lights on. We appreciate everyone who does. Thank you guys very much. You know the rest. Frogpants.com slash TMS. For all other things, that's going to do it. Let's play a song and go home. What do you got? I have a request from uh, Estevan Alonzo, who right now is, I'm not just hero of the day for me. I'm calling him hero of the month of October. Jeez. I'm, I'm de- dedicating the whole month of October to this guy, and you're going to find out why. Uh, dear Scott and Brian, Monday the 20th, uh, which that's an odd because it's really the 19th and it's Monday, but Tomorrow's, I don't blame him for getting the day wrong. Yeah. Just realized it. Yeah. We'll mark my crew's fifth day on the Cameron Peak fire, and we have had some major ups and downs. The high of saving multiple homes to the lows of having to patrol subdivisions that look like a moonscape due to the amount of fire and heat that came ripping through, leaving nothing behind. We have nine more days of work left, and I was hoping Brian would pick a song for my crew to listen to as we listen to TMS anytime we have some extended drive time. Nothing specific comes to our minds, so we leave it up to the master. Thank you both for providing us with daily entertainment, allowing us to unwind, if even just for a bit. Estevan Alonzo, Engine Boss, DFPC, 3321 PS. My guys would like to hear, so you can eat rice. Love the show, though. Oh, man. Of course I'm going to play that for them. It's so cool that we have anything to do with this. You guys I know. Badasses. I know. I had no idea. And Total fact that you guys are listening to us. Jeez. Right. You Can Eat Rice. Is that what we're looking for? Here we go. You Can Eat Rice. I'll do him one better. I'll give him it forwards, backwards, and then an alternate track. Okay? So here's <laughs> Great. Here's forward. All right. All right. That's forward. Oh, I'm not hearing it for whatever reason. Oh, you, oh, you know what? They won't either then. Hold on. I, that, we can't have that. We can't have that. No, can't have that. Okay. And now I've now I've got it. Okay, here we go. Then you can eat rice. All right. There's number one. Here it is backwards. C R E N I G U I. All right. And then, <laughs> not that exact file backwards. And no. then here's an alternate rice related clip. Dump the rice into the thing. There you go. All the rice you can eat, fellas. Awesome. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, very good. Love it. All right. So Esteban Alonso, man, you, you are my hero and the stuff you guys are doing. We just found out today on the news, the Cameron peak fire is now like one and a half times the size of Denver. It's that's how much area Holy it's claimed. Shit. It's the biggest wildfire we've ever had in our state. And that's crazy. And hopefully the cold weather that we're getting, hopefully get some rain. Hopefully we get some, um, some stuff to kind of ease the work that these guys are doing. But, um, to say thank you for what you're doing doesn't even begin to cover it. So Esteban, thank you and your crew yeah. uh, for everything you guys are doing. I'm going to play something that I haven't played anything from on the show. And this is easily going to be one of my favorite cover albums of 2020. So I'm glad you gave me an opportunity to play something from this. Uh, Tanya Donnelly, you probably know her from her time with the band Belly. Uh, did that song Feed the Tree? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Head off, boy, when you, and yeah. she was also a member of the Breeders um, with uh, Kim Deal. Yeah. And she was also a member of Throwing Muses, I believe. Okay. Um, anyway, she's great. She has a new album that she released with the Parkington Sisters uh, called Tanya Donnelly and the Parkington Sisters. 
kind of obviously named there, really, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, it's all covers, and uh, one of her covers is of the Kink Song Days. It's a great way to thank you for the days that you've uh, put into working on the fire. You know, I look for fire songs. All those songs, you've probably, number one, heard them all. And Also, some of them are weird, like, we didn't start the fire. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we don't need any of that stuff. Fire on the Mountain by Grateful Dead or... or yeah. uh, Fire and Rain by James Taylor. We don't need any of that stuff. Let's let's go to the let's go to something a little bit more positive and fun. Sure. Here is Tanya Donnelly and the Parkin and Sisters with the song Days. See you guys tomorrow for Tuesday's TMS. Thank you for the days. Those endless days, those sacred days you gave me. I'm thinking of the days. I won't forget a single day, believe me I bless the light I bless the light that lights on you, believe me And though you're gone You're with me every single day